If you're a police officer or currently working in law enforcement and you're considering your career, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Andy Labrum. Welcome to the Blue Light Leavers podcast. Happy New Year, everyone. It's fantastic. And uh, I've had a great Christmas and a brilliant New Year and a really good New Year's Eve. Uh, or if it was a quiet one or uh, whatever you went through and, um, you know, I hope you, you coped okay. Because sometimes it'd be a bit challenging. I know, Han, you and I talked about this before that, um, that, you know, the whole Christmas and New Year thing could be quite challenging for lots of different reasons. And there's a huge amount of... Um, of change that can take place and decision making and all those sort of things, you know, a lot tends to take place over this period. So, uh, um, so whatever, um, whatever your Christmas and New Year looked like, I hope it was a good one, and uh, and I hope that you are looking forward to twenty twenty four. Um, Fraser, it's great to have you here, mate. Thanks so much, and obviously yourself as well, Hannah. Thank you for for joining us. And so we're going to be covering a few things. We'll look back on on twenty twenty three briefly and some of the successes that we had and um and phrase obviously we'll talk about yours as well if that's all right mate and uh, you can talk us through because those in the academy would love to know what you went through in the process that you went through as well that'd be great and obviously um you know alongside some some really difficult periods as well last year as well so you've done amazingly well you really have so you should be dead proud um and uh, we look forward to, to this year as well 2024 what's going on this year and a few bits that um that are happening and um then Hannah and I will chat through um, a little bit about um, some New Year's resolutions, uh, should we, shouldn't we, a bit of goal setting type of stuff, and um, a little bit around change as well, because ultimately, you know, pretty much everything that we deal with on a personal level relates in some format to change, whether it's imposed or whether it's uh, by choice. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So, um, um, so if we look back just over over 23 there was um and john you did a really good post on this so thank you for that mate it's um uh, that we uh, that we stuck in a group but um it was it was a big year last year there was a huge amount going on i mean the, the actual the main blue light leavers community um reached over eleven and a half thousand. um you know we had some incredible podcast guests again and uh, we've got more this year as well it's um you know and i just love those conversations and and, um, you know, people being able to share their stories and uh, some of the challenges they went through and the reasons and rationale and, and the feedback we get from the podcast is just exceptional. It really is. They are so helpful to so many people and obviously completely free as well. And it's just a lovely thing to be able to do. And we've got more of the same this year as well. It's got fantastic guests penciled in. Um, I think the biggie really and probably the most stressful part of last year for me certainly was was out of the blue, <laughs> the, uh, the expo that we did uh at millennium point in birmingham i mean just an incredible event with some amazing yeah. exhibitors some incredible speakers yeah and phrase helping out as well so really appreciate <laughs> you helping out with that as well mate it was great to have you there and uh and yeah it's, you've been such a great friend to the group and it's it's very much appreciated it really is and you help so many people here as well for for a few years now so uh, and you're a good mate of mine as well and uh you know i appreciate the friendship so thank you for that um so yeah so that was that was a biggie that was mm. that was uh it took a lot of prep and um yeah that was probably oh, yeah. <laughs> the most stressful thing and that, you, said, uh, you said you'd never do one again because of the stress yes um, that is not true <laughs> no no we, we, i think we find up to do another one yeah i think we'll, we'll we'll end up doing one probably towards uh autumn time maybe september so um uh, so we, yeah, we won't hold it quite so early this year, and uh, mm. so we'll do maybe September after some holidays, and people get back from some holidays and, mm-hmm. and sort of refocusing and thinking. Yeah, uh, you know, I think that could be a good time to do it. So yeah, we'll we, look at. Sorry, John. I was just going to say, and we still get <laughs> asked um, by people, um, you know, not just members and you know members of the community, but also, um, you know, so, some of our exhibitors are asking, yeah, are we doing it again this year? And yeah. uh, you know, so it's you know, people haven't forgotten for definite. No. Unfortunately, holding your feet to the fire off. there. I think. <laughs> oh my God, it's, uh, but yeah, it was uh, an incredible thing to do, and uh, what a venue! What a venue! And the feedback was just extraordinary. So, uh, so yeah, it's definitely worth doing again without a doubt. Um, I'll let someone else do it this year, maybe. Um, <laughs> it's okay. You you were so good at running it. Yeah, you can you can do brilliant. that. Thanks, Sam. Really kind of you. All right. Yeah. I'll just lock up on the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, has some amazing new collaborations as well, and um, yeah. some new services, and uh, some training opportunities, and they just keep growing and growing. We're getting more yeah. and more um, individuals and organisations contacting us mm-hmm. um, to advertise with us, to promote their products, to mm-hmm. their services. Um, 
and um yeah it's amazing really it's it's you know it's the, the growth over the last 12 months has, has been extraordinary um we had our first blue light retreat which yeah. was incredible yeah. and again just uh you know genuinely i mean even, you know for me as as sort of helping to run it it was it was life-changing it really was you know we, with um, some of the activities that we did and and some of the conversations we had were were just extraordinary they really were so um, yeah it was, it was amazing wasn't it just absolutely brilliant and yeah and we are doing another one mm-hmm. i was just about to, to say shall we release <laughs> aren't we we are doing yeah, one. release the hounds yeah should we give them the news Let's, uh, should we give them the news do you want to give them the dates and let people uh, know what we're talking about. Man. <laughs> that would be helpful if I had the dates. Uh, I've, got, I've got the dates if you haven't. Got 26 to 28th of April. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. New venue as well. Cotswold Park Barns. That's right. Isn't it? That's it. It, it is. Yeah. And it's very, very beautiful sign. Yeah. Sign Sester. Um, and um, some of the same stuff because it worked really well, but some different stuff that we wanted to mix yeah. up and change. Um, and yeah, just will be incredible and again amazing. I'm really, really looking forward to it. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the other thing we spoke about as well is we're going to be releasing dates for uh, single days, so for day retreats as well. Okay. Um, back at um, we think more likely than not that it's going to be back at um, our Warwickshire venue at um, the place that I can't remember the name of now. <laughs> so my brain's just gone. We haven't heard <laughs> that bit either. Actually, really. Uh, um, you tell it's the new year and trying to get back into trying oh to get back into foot mode. Yeah. Um, that is at Wooten Park Wellness, Wooten Park that's Wellness it. in Warwickshire. Yeah. So, yeah, well, my be. brain has been replaced with a Brussels sprout. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so we'll have a few of those running through the year as well. A few of the one days, a single days, so nice and early in the morning. And then we'll, um, we'll do some amazing activities through the day, get some nice food, and then. So looking at those single days as well. So so keep an eye out. They're they're going to be amazing. And um and again the feedback from people for the uh for the weekend retreat or actually midweek as, as it was, but um for the three day two two to three days was fantastic. It really was. And some of the activities that we did as well were, were truly life changing. So some amazing people and some incredible friendships made as well. And um so yeah, so that was that was very very special. And it's lovely that we're going to be able to do those as well. Um <clears throat> we had the first although we do um. Uh, a number of different um, resettlement type training events and career change Ooh. events uh, in different forces and organizations uh, across the country. We actually did our first online career change resettlement training session as well, mm-hmm. which was which brilliant. We had some great feedback from that as well, which is really lovely. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, there's, you know, the marks out of 10 and all that sort of stuff has, has been fantastic. So uh, mm-hmm. some lovely feedback and some learning points as well, which is great. So, um, so we're looking to do those, I think probably do those monthly, but maybe do them for different groups. So we might do maybe a misconduct group, we might do a retirement and then a career change and maybe sort of mix mix and match those throughout the year. Um, so that's that's pretty exciting as well. And um, and we had some fantastic success stories as well. We've had a number of people within the academy that um, that have moved on to, to some brilliant roles. We've had some of the one-to-one clients as well. And obviously people who've had no direct input from us as well that, that, um, that you see through the group. Mm-hmm. But through the podcast and the guidance and the free support and everything else, you know, they've had no additional support, but they've managed to move on and, and do some incredible things as well. So it's lovely to be able to, you know, for those that are maybe feeling a bit more confident um, in their own abilities and, and that they've got the right information that they need, that they can get all of that for free throughout the group and through the website. And it's lovely being on the podcast, obviously, it's lovely being off of that. And those, the networking, the relationships and the request for help and the behaviours within the group as well, the main believers group and the academy is is fantastic. Very rarely do John and I have to to intervene. Once in a blue moon, depending on the type of post it is, we might have to get a bit feisty. But mm-hmm. um, but generally, the the behaviours and values and, and ethics yeah. within the group are are incredible and stuff to be really really proud of. Definitely, so, uh, yeah, absolutely love the way that people help <laughs> each other. It definitely. just you know it's. Um, you just, I just, I sit there and look at the comments to each, to, you know, between the different members and I'm like, yeah. you know, this is amazing. I just yeah. love this. Yeah. This is what this is about. Yeah, 100%. And it, it, yeah. it is all the best bits of policing that is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is what yeah. we were like together and are like together when it, it's all going mm-hmm. really well and that's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do want to shout out, Andy, that you have nurtured it to be like that. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I know you only interviewed now in a once in a blue moon, but probably were intervening more at the start. And 
they're very definitely have made it very clear what your group's about. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. For that. yeah. Positive, it's um supportive, kind. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, you'll um and you, you, you'll all know this, all of you on this call will know this. It goes in stages. It's really weird. We'll have a period mm-hmm. of time, whether it's the behaviors and values and everything else are really, really good. Yeah. Then we'll go through a mad month where mm-hmm. we end up kicking a load of people out. Yeah. And it's it's really bizarre. It's I don't know what it is, whether it's full moon or something. I have no idea. But, <laughs> it uh, but it is. It's uh, it's very strange. We, we'll go such a long time with with everyone behaving amazingly and, and doing all the right things and with the right values and everything else. But uh, and then once we'll have a couple, couple of mad weeks. But but yeah, I'm, you know, very very proud of 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 how people behave and the support yeah. and the network and opportunities. And uh, yeah, it's it's just fantastic. And so we're looking forward to to, to more growth with that as well. And. Mm-hmm. With a forty percent turn away rate as well, so mm. you know we could easily be over the twenty thousand now, but it's not about numbers; it's about no, it's not quantity. No. So very yeah, true. So but also, I think it's also testament <clears> to the <throat> fact that um, a lot of people that join the group don't just leave once they've got themselves a new job. A lot of them mm. stay mm. so they can share their stories because it's easy for them to do that, wouldn't it? For them to come join the group, get all the free information, get themselves a new job, and then go. Um, yeah. But people aren't doing that they're staying and they're actually helping each other Definitely. and they're staying there because they want to get off of the support that they got when they joined the group as well yeah. Yeah, definitely. i was chatting to somebody the other day and she said that she stays in the academy um, mm-hmm. yeah she had got the help she needed and got the job she needed um but she just said i want to continue the subscriptions because mm-hmm. actually andy and, and everyone has helped me so much in the group and i yeah I want to sort of give that back. So yeah, oh. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, lovely of her to say that as well, but also yeah. just amazing that that yeah. that is the type of group that you. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Very proud. And we have had some amazing success stories. And Fraser, we'll come on to you in a sec. But you know, we've had people join the NHS in some mm-hmm. amazing roles there. We've had people with regulatory bodies. We've mm-hmm. had people going to education. We've had uh, people starting their own businesses. People with the um, Care Quality Commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had people. Uh, software as a service uh, and uh, you know really into the private sector into tech industry as well some phenomenal success stories and um, and charities where I've had people join from the academy join them uh, charities as well so it's it's been a, a really successful year and um, I'm looking forward to 24 being a stellar but um, but Fraser you've had some amazing news as well and obviously it was a, it was a tough year for you last year and um, and yet you've you've gone on to do some amazing things so I don't know if you're just happy to share a little bit of, of what was going on absolutely yeah no um i just wanted to add you know watching all the successes mm. through well, in 2023 coming up on the group has been absolutely amazing and um also you know sort of um, on linkedin as well people saying oh you know you need to go and look at blue light levers and um yeah just um the whole uh, the whole network that uh, you've uh, you've created andy uh, yourself uh, john and hannah you know you mm-hmm. really do change people's lives and uh, mm-hmm. you know for the better and um, yeah you've done some amazing things so thank you for that thank you mate um, yeah of course um so so i'm 2023 actually saw 10 years of me leaving the police, um, which is quite a big milestone. <laughs> it's gone so <laughs> quickly. And, um, you know, in all that time back um, when you first started the group, you know, where we always said it's um, it's very often the case that the first uh, job that you have when you leave um won't be the last one for some people it will be obviously but uh, certainly not for me i think i was just trying to count up in my head the different roles that i've had and it's probably around the sort of six to eight mark now um but i've only left for for, uh, progression reasons they've all been um on the whole i say 95 percent of them have been really good experiences but uh, even the bad ones you learn a lot from to take on to your uh, to your new roles so um yeah, and just uh, from a personal perspective, 2023, um, the family lost somebody really close to us uh, to uh, to cancer. Uh, my boy's mum, she passed away in June. Um, so, yeah, that's been a really tough year. But um, I think having um, this group as a support um, and a focus has really helped with that as well. And uh, just the advice that you've given in relation to the boys as well, um, especially yourself, Hannah, has, uh, has been fantastic. So uh, thank you for that. But um, yeah, so on, a, um, on the, uh, the job front, people are probably thinking, oh, it's him again, talking about his job again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if I think 
back to the beginning of the year, I was working for the uh, the Big Mouse. So I was working for Disney on their uh, productions. And then the Big N came uh, came asking for me. So uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. they, uh, they came and asked if I would um, be a security coordinator in their studios, um, which was quite a big change really from the production side of things over to the physical security of the productions so i i did um and about you know whether i was going to take the position but i decided to do it it just really fitted with uh, what was happening and um just the flexibility of the other uh, working hours etc so that was mm-hmm. for a six-month contract um and then it just so happened as i started that that uh, the whole film world decided to go on strike um but fortunately that didn't affect my role at Netflix. So that was um, perfect timing, really. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, so that job uh, really involved um, making the uh, the vendor security team for our studios accountable um, and making sure that their service is up to scratch, putting in uh, new uh, physical security systems um, and identifying any um, any threats and, and risks in relation to our studios. So even though they were extremely quiet because of the strikes, we still had those vulnerabilities um, that were uh, still existing. So, um, yeah, and that was largely to help the security manager that uh, was in place at that time. Um, unfortunately, that person um, was actually pretty much out of the business for the whole period that I was the uh, um, coordinator. Um, And then at the end of that um, six months, Netflix asked me to um, to apply and to interview for the security manager role, which um, which covers all of the UK and European studios, uh, which I did. And uh, fortunately, um, they asked me to join the team full time, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, so now the um, the security manager, studio security manager for uh, UK and Europe. So um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's fantastic now to be a full-time as opposed to a contractor. Mm-hmm. Um, so my roles and responsibilities um, have already increased. I come to you from a uh, soundproof booth, which they, which, <laughs> they have at, uh, which, which they have at Netflix. So uh, you know, <laughs> if you've got a private call, you can go into a soundproof booth or you can <laughs> sing a song or do whatever. You can scream really loudly. So, yeah, no, really looking forward to <laughs> Um, getting stuck into the new role and to um, being part of the uh, the wider team, um, just a lot more contact really with the yeah the wider security and intelligence teams um, throughout Europe and um, in America. So um, yeah, probably be on a plane a little bit more than I was before, um, but that's not a bad thing. So, but again, you know the hours suit um with the other uh, flexibility and um they have some really uh nice little perks in relation to flexible uh, leave um so the way they they work it uh, like a lot of american firms um there's there's no limit on the leave that you can take but they also give you a lot of uh, responsibility around those decisions and um yeah the american um sort of culture is uh, very different to what we're used to in the uk but the uh, the culture translates over to wherever the um the offices are so uh, yeah so that's taken a little bit of getting used to as well but um yeah no i'll be working with pretty much the same people um from a core studio side of things but you know as i say my uh, roles and responsibilities have increased vastly so yeah looking forward to it congratulations mate it's fantastic well done, mate. And, uh, yeah, thank you. brilliant um well deserved yeah completely and i know the, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about uh you know just touching on change just conscious of time as well we're just gonna be touching on on change and obviously you went through on a personal level as well but you know on a from a career perspective it's it would have been quite easy and I, I remember you and I having these conversations as well it would have been quite easy to to stick so you know that that choice of of stick or twist mm. and the change and the stress and everything else that comes with it how how did you feel about that and, and what was it that gave you the the nudge and the confidence to actually take a jump and take a bit of a punt as well yeah no 
I, I, I don't want to sound big headed, but uh, Netflix, they, they say it themselves, they only employ the best. So when, um, you know, they actually came actively looking for me, that was a great confidence booster, really. You know, it's, mm-hmm. um, I think as police officers, we're all emergency service workers, we're always um, very humble and we don't like to shout about our skills, mm-hmm. but they, um, they basically said that they wanted me as a subject matter expert from the secu- from the from the physical security side of things, and that you know my experience with productions as well, um, you know, just sort of complemented the role. So um, for me, just their culture, um, the way they treat their staff, um, not that I've been treated badly anywhere, you know, it's, it, but it was just um, it really really stood out and. Um, Again, you know, the stability of being full-time as opposed to a a freelancer or, or, or a contractor as I was before, um, that was a massive thing for me. Um, yeah, so, but, and, and again, you know, another um another opportunity for learning for 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 developing and and pushing forward, you know, it's um I think we've all experienced a career, some of us are leaving later than others. But I think when you leave us at the yeah, the police service, you really have to just go for it and take all the development opportunities that you can because you know none of us know how long it will last and I think just you know make the most of the experiences that are offered to you and just saying yes can be one of the most um freeing things that you know you can do you know I think um not putting limits on yourself and the uh, the knowledge and the expertise that you have just just go for it and believe in yourself really that's really helpful that leads lovely into into our next topics really so as i said just moving forward uh, into 24 we have got some you know some great collaborations coming we've, we've got things like financial services that are coming on board we've got other things that you know website designers i've been contacted by some people in australia that want to collaborate as well so there's potential for you know for us to do a bit more work uh, over in oz as well and um hannah and i have got some fantastic plans as well we've got some work coming up this month and some other things as well so but yeah it is it's just building on on what started off as a conversation with a couple of mates and just helping them out really back in sort of 2017 and and um you know it is amazing really to see how things have grown and and you know we've got um you know the financial service provider that we're looking at works really closely with uh blue light card and uh, blue light foundation and um you know they donate to them as well and Motifinity, we're looking to work with as well, and there's some there's, there are some extraordinary uh, opportunities, some further career opportunities as well. Looking at opening those up. Deloitte are now looking at uh, opening up to us as well. I attended one of their events in December, and they want to open up. So Deloitte are an amazing consultant, if you don't know, and they want to open up and do some work with uh, with Blue Light Leavers as well. So so there really are some some daft things going on that <laughs> just would never have have imagined when it started off with just a couple of conversations helping a few mates out with you know with their career change so um so yeah it's 2024 is going to be a be a big year another big year for us i think as well so and, and we just provide as much as we can for free and for those that need a bit more help and support then it's there for them as well you know yeah. so so we look forward then, you know, one of the things that we tend to do at this time of year is is obviously we try and goal set a little bit and we think, okay, this is the end of one year and jump into the next one. I'm going to, you know, new new year, new me, all that sort of stuff as well. Not always that easy. And, um, you know, we've all, we've all been around long enough to know that when you set these New Year's resolutions, it doesn't take an awful lot to get a bit derailed and and uh, for things to fall apart a little bit. And, um, you know, Han, I know you've done a significant amount of work actually sort of you know helping people through this type of process as well and we'll talk about change and you know as part of this but um but should we talk about that new year and you know the resolutions and and you know how to go about it the right way yeah thank you um so yeah let's talk about it a little bit um first off do i like new year's resolutions and um, we get asked that a lot do i do them, <laughs> them that sort of thing and i guess my my honest answer is, if it works for you, if you're somebody that does get motivated by that new year thing and it's a new start, it's new this, and there's a bit of a wave of motivation for you around new year's stuff, then absolutely take that wave, ride it, and ride it as long as it takes you somewhere and motivates you. So brilliant. If it doesn't, if you're sort of coming out of Christmas and New Year feeling a bit jaded, a bit run down, a bit tired, a bit, you know, Andy, I just want to jump into that you said at the start about that Christmas and New Year can actually be quite a tough time for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't just mean if, if you're going through something difficult. I always say, um, 
acknowledge that everybody at Christmas and New Year are probably at their worst. And then if you go from there and take and that includes yourself as well. Mm. And that's because it's a really emotional time, sometimes emotional highs as well as emotional lows for people. Um, but even if it's not, it, it's winter as well. We've come into the dark period of um, sort of the light and where we're not as motivated. We want to hunker down a bit more, eat more sort of crap foods. Um, but also we are tend, we tend to burn the candle at both ends more than probably we usually do throughout the year. Go out a lot, drink a lot and eat all the wrong foods. Mm. And they actually put most people at their worst in terms of irritability, feeling shit, having a headache, having a hangover, being really knackered and still <coughs> actually in your life. Um, so so ab- absolutely understand that Christmas and New Year sees a lot of people at their worst. And remember that with your interactions with family um, and friends and moving out into New Year, that you might actually just need a little bit of kinder reset time rather than I need to change everything about me and, and be a better person time. So, so just remember that. So New Year's, if it works for you, brilliant. Um, and let's have a little look at how you could focus that a little bit and get the right sort of perhaps resolutions or goals in place for you. Actually, the first thing I would ask people to do is look back at last year. Did you set New Year's resolutions last year? And what happened to them? Did they work? Did they not work? And actually throughout the whole year, did you go for stuff? Did you go for a new job? Did you go for writing a CV? Did you go for a change in the police? Did you move house? Whatever you did, have a look at it and not only have a look at what went well and why it went well, but have a look at what went wrong or didn't go so well and why did it not? We tend to sort of shove those bits under the carpet or blame ourselves and say, because I'm, I don't know, I'm not good enough, because um, I'm lazy, because I'm not motivated, because whatever. And we just rubbish ourselves. And, and so we push it under the carpet and don't properly look at it. So it's better to look at it and work out why didn't it go right? Did you not ask for help? Did it, And if there's some blame, which I don't like the words, but look at it constructively. Did you not plan enough? Did you not ask for help? Did you not leave yourself enough time? Or was it something that actually wasn't right for you? I was saying to Andy, we were talking about vision boards last week. And I do a vision board at the start of the year, just something I really like to do. And it focuses my mind and my goals for the year. Um, and Andy said, did, did everything that you put on your vision board, did it all happen? And I said, everything except one. And I won't go into too much detail of what it was because it's other people's privacy too. But what I will say is I looked at why that didn't happen. And the reason it didn't happen is that we did start it um, and it didn't feel right. It didn't feel right for me. It didn't align with me. Um, It wasn't actually in the end what was right for me or perhaps the other people too in it. And there were aspects of it that did not sit right with me at all. And so, and therefore it didn't come to fruition. It's not a surprise. And I'm glad actually it didn't come to fruition because things aren't going to, if you are basically banging your head against a brick wall, thinking that you really want it and actually it's not working out. So that's the only thing that didn't work out because it wasn't right and it was really fine and good for me to look at that and work out why that didn't go right and it really taught me some stuff um, because I stayed in it too long with it not feeling right and I should have pulled out earlier and and then I did and that's fine and it's good so it really taught me that for moving forward if I'm starting a project or working on something that isn't right for me it's okay to say whoa, got this wrong, pull out, let's focus on something different. So it's really good to look at last year of what went well and why it went well and what went wrong and why it went wrong, because that helps you shape moving forward. Um, Okay, so let's talk about sort of normal New Year resolutions like giving stuff up that we think are bad or wrong. So giving up alcohol, the the most common are uh, giving up alcohol, smoking, crap food, like going on healthy diets and social media. Those are probably the most common. I appreciate there'll be lots of others with people too. So what I will say about these is that's that's great if you want to do things that you feel make you feel healthier, better, stronger, whatever it is. Um, but you are usually you are usually partaking in those habits or activities for a reason. 
okay, sometimes they just become a bit habitual and you're going to change your habit. And that's probably one of the easiest to do, actually. But a lot of the time, those behaviours are helping you cope with something and they are coping mechanisms for us. And we don't like to think that, but they are. And I have them too. Pretty much everybody will have a coping mechanism of some sort that they turn to. And as I said, the most common is social media, junk food, um, smoking and drinking. Um, So please be aware that if you are going to cut those out of your life, it's because you're probably using them to cope with something that's maybe a bit difficult, um, maybe emotionally difficult, physically difficult, um, and probably, possibly something we're not really dealing with or facing. Um, So if you cut them out, then you need to be aware that there probably should be something in place to help you cope with those things. Um, so either, um, and I, that doesn't, I, I think most people know I'm a therapist. It doesn't mean you've got to, everybody's got to have therapy around these things at all. Um, but if your behaviour reaches an addiction level, then yeah, probably you should have some help around that. But I mean general help, have an accountability sort of buddy, have a group, have an app. <coughs> something that helps support you through taking away those coping mechanisms and I would also say if you have several of those and you've promised yourself you won't drink you won't smoke you'll only eat healthy food you'll go to the gym and you won't use any social media then it chances are it's going to fall apart within a couple of weeks because though if they're if you're using all those coping mechanisms then um, you need some of them actually in place that might sound a really odd thing to say um, but you need them and just be a little bit more gentle about it and take it one at a time or two at a time, maybe, but not all of those in one go. Mm. And if you fall off the wagon or whatever it's called and they're not successful, then generally speaking, I would say that falls into two brackets. Why are things that we try and change um, or try and do better or whatever phrase you want to use it? Why do we not get there? And I would say it falls broadly into two categories. It's either not important enough for you or you are frightened in some way. And I use frightened as quite a broad term. So I mean, it causes you anxiety, stress, worry, fear, that sort of thing. So, for example, if it's that you want to lose some weight, okay, because that's a really common thing and get a bit fitter. That's a really common thing in the new year. And actually, after three weeks, it just doesn't really work which I've been there many times before. So I know that this is a really common one and it doesn't it doesn't always work. It doesn't always work. And so there's two things there. Either it's just not important enough. And I think we try and we want to think that losing weight and being, you know, I don't know, really fit or thin or strong or whatever it is that is the new trendy word to be, is vitally important. And actually we probably realise it's not that important in the end. Um, And our bodies and minds know that really. Um, I don't mean about being unhealthy. I mean being stick thin or model thin or super fit or whatever anybody wants to be. Really, really in the grand scheme of life, it's not that important. And really we know that. And so it doesn't become a priority. And and we know it's tough to get fit and lose weight and eat healthily and all those things. It's it's hard work. So actually it goes by the by because it's not that important to us. And that can be the same with social media or drinking or anything else. So when it's really, really important, it probably will happen. But the other thing might be fear or anxiety or stress or those sort of words. Um, So, for example, giving up alcohol um, is... It, obviously, it depends on what level and why you're giving up alcohol. But as I said, alcohol often helps you cope with anxiety, with confidence, with stress. Um, well, it helps you relax from stress. Um, so if alcohol is helping you do all those things and you drop it, then the fear around going out socially or the fear of getting yourself to sleep without a drink or the fear of facing some of those emotions inside gets quite high and it's yeah it causes a lot of stress and anxiety to Mm. face some of that stuff without alcohol and therefore fear stops us anxiety or stress stops us from those from changing those habits I will say it's very very rare that it's just because you're lazy or you're not disciplined enough or all those things actually that's pretty rubbish it's (coughs) or a combination of those things as well so um, it's a really 
a really important thing to have a look at rather than just berating yourself have a little look at why something didn't stick if it's the fear anxiety stress side then you probably could do with some help with it and yeah that might need, mean therapy but it can be group support again it can be friends um sometimes like they're giving up giving up alcohol the fear is that of your friendship group your social group if you don't drink it's getting better that it's not so much a taboo thank god for that and that not everybody has to have a drink in hand to enjoy themselves but um yeah we still really struggle with that socially not to drink and to say we're not drinking um and we can have fear around that too so Mm. sometimes it's about getting the right support for where you want to go um okay so goals though because that's slight it, it is the same as giving up drinking or giving up smoking or whatever but sometimes it's a goal of what we'd like to do as well so something we'd like to create um or become or be involved in um in the year so goals again i would say it's really important that your goal is actually important to you but a bit coming back to my vision board it's really important that our goals align with what we like what we feel we can do. Sometimes we hold ourselves back with doubt or worry or imposter syndrome and all those things. Um, But I wrote a little post on this because this might sound counterproductive, but I want to sort of put a caveat in about goals. Goals are great. It's great to have a focus, a motivation, something we want to do, something we want to build. We're great at doing that and goals are really great. But the post I wrote at the end of 2023 said... I had some lovely highs of 2023, um, uh, of which we've talked about Andy and Steph, you know, I had lovely highs. Um, But I also had lows, um, and Fraser talked about them too. And there's probably not anybody listening that didn't say they had a high in 2023. Mm -hmm. And probably not anybody. It's pretty much the cycle of life. So what I actually said is important to get right first is all the little bits in between. And the bits of normal everyday life, what does that look like first? And they are actually, and we talked about this, didn't we, Andy? Those mm. little bits first. And it might sound boring and long-winded and well, I won't get my goal to, you know, if you want to start your goal now, it's absolutely fine. I'm not saying don't look at any goals until, until mm. all this, but this is a really important foundation. And what I would say is, That was the same for me in 2023. It was the same for me in 2022. And I hope it will be the same for me in 2024. Is that my little bits in between my highs and lows are the same and they're really good. So that's what would examples of that. And I put on my post. I love spending time with my dogs and walking my dogs. So your pets, your animals, that kind of thing that you enjoy. The little bits of life that you enjoy. Um, I said the silly bits, the funny bits, the kind bits, the easy bits, those everyday bits, like my husband bringing me a cup of tea in the morning, bless him, he does it every morning, whatever time he gets up. Um, And sometimes it's ridiculously early because he still works shifts, but he brings me a cup of tea. And that's just a lovely little kind bit that I cherish in my day and I'm grateful for in my day. So what else did I say? Um, can anybody remember the post that I wrote? Yeah, but <laughs> it is your day-to-day, your texts, your phone calls, um, your walks. I said just appreciating that the sun rises and the sun sets every day. Get those limits <laughs> right first because they create this foundation of which you then reach bigger goals and you're stronger and you're more balanced and you're more settled, your mental health and your well-being is more balanced and all of those things are a really strong foundation for the goals that you want to go for and celebrate. Mm. Also, when the lows hit, and they will, I'm not trying to be depressive or anything else, life says the lows will hit as well, and they did for me too. But the foundation I'd built meant that I ride out those lows better. And I come out of them, I don't hit, hit so low, and then I come out of them quicker when they happen. And that's because all that foundation stuff is is in place Mm. um so yeah so i would actually say before the big goals that's actually i would say more important it's the little stuff in between um but goals and i might pass over to you andy a little bit um because i know you do lots of goals with people but we always talk about this don't we of like breaking it down because it's lovely to see the big picture and oh what i'd love and on my vision board and do it like that but actually you have to break it down and 
look at what Fraser said as well. I loved hearing what Fraser said because he didn't go straight for that job. He's done six months working for Netflix. They got to know him. He got to know them. They trusted him. So it wasn't just what was on paper that he's got this brilliant job. It was Fraser rocking up for a, if you like, lesser job, not you know, but a, a lesser position if you like. But he rocked up for that, showed up, showed them how great he was, showed them that he he was an, an expert, how you know, how hardworking he is, on t- all those things that they want to see, and then they've given him this next step. Mm-hmm. So I think come back in there, Fraser. So I hope that was the right thing to say. But you know, mostly those great big goals and dreams are brilliant, and all of you can get there, but they take a stepping stone. And I and I suppose I want to touch on loads and loads of people ask me, how do you get into mental health and well-being after the police? It's such a common question I get from LinkedIn um, and Facebook and stuff like that. And you know, I'm really proud of what I'm doing now, but it didn't. And like you said, Andy, with Blue Light Levers, it didn't, it, I didn't rock up and do that in six months. I've done so many courses and st- I've worked on myself and then built a business and then started doing public speaking and then started doing training and education as well as one-to-one work. <clears throat> I didn't just rock up here overnight. It, it, you know, it's taken years being honest and not trying to be negative, but it's taken years. Um, but, but I have enjoyed every step along the way as well. Mm all the little bits that were starting my first client you know everything I treasured that and I sometimes I didn't have clients for weeks when I first started and I treasured them when they came along you know it was just amazing I was so happy to be doing this job um the courses I've been on and trying to sort of further my my knowledge and education that doesn't happen overnight but I loved it absolutely I love like you said Fraser just still learning still learning about mental health I'm still learning about trauma I'm still learning about well-being for myself and professionally so, yeah, if you've got a great big goal, that is brilliant. But it usually needs to be worked on bit by bit as a little jigsaw puzzle. For phrase, it wasn't a foregone conclusion. You know, you had to put yourself through a process and work hard for it. And, and you've invested in yourself. And Hannah, you talked about that as well. And, you know, all the stuff that I've done as well, without sounding like I'm bigging myself up, but I have invested in qualifications and uh, additional skills you know uh, late last year I did a transformational coaching qualification and and just you know that willingness to and it's a it's a you know certainly for those looking for career change that willingness to uh, to learn to be open-minded to pick up new skills to invest in yourself all those sorts of things as well and John I know you do this through reading through other things as well you mm-hmm. know that 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 is so so important but phrase you had to put yourself through the mill a little bit didn't you to mm-hmm. To, to get this, it wasn't a foregone conclusion, was it? Yeah, no, I just um, I just think it's interesting how we always apologise before we say, you know, that I've done, that I've done well or, you know, that I'm good at this or I'm good at that. I think um, that's something that we need to learn to stop doing. Um, be be um, proud of what we've achieved, the skills that we have and, you know, what we can, uh, what we can offer, you know, not in a big headed way, but in a confident, assured way um, that, you know, we've gone through what we've gone through in the police or the emergency services or the armed forces. And it's also complemented by things that we've done for our own personal development. And I think, um, as you said, Hannah, as we show who we are, people trust us. Um, people do still trust the police. They do trust people from the emergency services. They lean into us for our advice, for our experience, um, especially in corporate roles where you may have some form of um, 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 emergency response team where they will lean into you for you know what you've done before and it will always come up on interviews. I think um, now I've got to this 10-year point um, of being out, sort of the police stuff is is sort of to the back now, the uh, the sort of uh, the back end of uh, sort of interviews where people will go, oh, and you used to do this? And it's like, you know, and then you can, you know, still, still try and bring it in. But I think um, whilst you've got those fresh experiences, we should be um, 
talking about those in our interviews when uh, when we go for jobs and we should be proud of what we've done not trying to hide it and as i said you know having that having that confidence you know that we do know our stuff and um for our own personal development and um, there's nothing there's nothing uh, more than um, the interviewers like to see than us actually improving ourselves you know um and you know investing in ourselves financially um and from a time perspective as well from that wellness uh, perspective mental health and you know being able to identify when we might be um, struggling or getting near to burnout and you know how have we coped with that and showing our resilience I think as emergency services workers that's one of our biggest uh, strengths is that resilience that we can show and the ability to cope with uh, several projects at one time um and i think as people see you work um and start to understand how you um how you go about things and um, how you treat people um yeah people take note and um especially in the company that i'm in now i mean it's very much about feedback is a huge thing people will stop you and give you feedback whether it's positive or negative and it's being able to take that feedback and doing something with it um you know do i need to make improvements here or you know yes they've said that i've done this really well but can i do it even better or i'll take that as a confidence boost and i'll you know carry it on forward and i think um yeah i think you know for me i think uh moving forward is a big thing for me at the moment um and i think um that was brought to me because I just watched a silly TikTok video, but this person had a um, had a length of um, um, had a length of paper of uh, the amount of uh, 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 the amount of years old they were, and up to seventy five. Because he said, you know, men tend to pass away around seventy five, and he was like, well, I'm fifty, so throw that bit away. I've got twenty five years left. I'm gonna make this the best part of my life you know and I think for us you know coming out of coming out of longer term careers you know it sounds a little bit morbid but it's sort of thinking you know how long have I got 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 left career wise and what can I do to make the best of that we won't always be able to go for that top tier role that we want straight away as you said Hannah sometimes we have to you know you have to go up the ladder but that's good you know you're learning as you're going some people will um I was uh, looking at a post today on LinkedIn with Perry Benton, who's the security mm. manager for Tottenham Football Club. It was a brilliant post on LinkedIn. Really, really it's powerful. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, so he's obviously, he's, you know, now the security manager at the uh, the club that he supports and all these sorts of things. So, but we won't all be able to, you know, achieve that straight away. A lot of us will, but sometimes you just need those those little steps to where you need to get to. But it's making the most of those steps as we go. Yeah, 100%. And that's brilliant, mate. Obviously, in, seriously, in, in the space of about three minutes, you've nailed all of those soft skills that we talk about, you know, those those transferable skills. Um, you know, goal setting, investing in yourself, you absolutely nailed it. Well done, mate. That's, that was that was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Pleasure. Um, I just want to talk about, just really quickly, because we are coming up towards the end of the uh, the session, but just very, very quickly. And, and Hannah, obviously, we, we mentioned goal setting and New Year's resolutions and that sort of thing as well. And something that, that we do tend to struggle with is is this whole goal setting thing. And, and like you said, you know, it's very easy for something to go wrong or if you get off track or whatever it might be. If there's any, from, from a change perspective, if there's any sort of, the, the only bit of advice and guidance, really, I would say for this is... Hit, you know, smash those small wins. Yeah. And obviously you touched mm-hmm. that, but, you know, really take those small wins. So if it's a case of, you know, you're not feeling great or whatever it might be, but you're getting out of bed and you're getting out of bed without smashing the snooze button 15 times, that's, that's a win. It's a big one. But yeah. it's, if you're getting out of bed and, um, you know, and, the, and you make your bed, mm. you know, there's, all sorts of psychological, you know, studies, all sorts of things around, you know, the importance of making your bed. I think there's, a, there's, a, there's an American Navy SEAL uh, admiral who talks about this. I can't remember his name, but it's a brilliant piece of footage where he talks about the importance of making your bed in the morning and mm-hmm. just those little wins. <clears throat> so you might have this big, hairy, you know, this BHAG that people talk about, this big, hairy, audacious goal. That might be, I want to get a six-pack by August or, you know, I want to get a new career or whatever it might be. 
want to leave the police, I want to join this, or this is what I want to do, or I want to get this qualification. But you need to focus on the process, not on the goal, because if you only focus on the goal, you will fail because it's human nature. You know, we're not going to be able to smash it every single day. But if you look at the process and what it takes, and if you improve by a tiny percentage every day, you take one tiny step, excuse me, in the right direction every single day, you'll be far, far closer than you were. And you just don't berate yourself or beat yourself up if you have a shit day or you eat a pizza or you do something that, you know, you shouldn't, that you know you shouldn't do. Just get up the next day, get up, get out of bed, make your bed do something, get on the bike, you know, get on the Peloton, do a hit workout, whatever it might be, whatever your goal is, or, you know, look at your CV, refresh it, look at your job description, try and identify, pick up a book, learn, do some Google, look on YouTube, look at, you know, listen to a podcast, whatever it might be, that's going to help you to, to move in the right direction and absolutely smash those small and, and be, you know, be glad of the fact that and be proud of yourself for, for ticking off some of those small wins, whatever, however small and, and insignificant they may be. They mm. don't have to be massive, great big goals. I haven't achieved this. As long as you're moving, you know, as best you can in the right direction, you can tick as many of those small wins and you're going to be doing the right thing and, uh, and, and making progress. And that's what it's all about. And not only do I think that's completely right and all those things that you've said are completely right, we should enjoy it, but you actually won't get the big goal if you don't do the little bits in between, Absolutely like we right. yeah. all just said, all of us are here because all the background stuff we did as we plodded along and this, that, and the other, and we've all had setbacks and all had, as I said, highs and lows and everything. And we're here because we just kept going and did all those little bits. And then there'll be, and then this year there'll be something else for, for all of us and everybody listening. But you actually, it's amazing how often in therapy or coaching, I say, sometimes I say to people, um, they say they tried CBT before, and I say, "How do you find CBT?" Um, they go, "Oh, it was um, it was all right. Yeah, did it, did it like that, but you know, it's not really working now." And I say, "Are you are you still doing CBT?" And they go, "Oh no, oh that's probably why it's not working." <laughs> and then I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm trying to say that you know, if a coach, a therapist, a group, an app, anything says, "Oh, this might work," then not only do you have to do it fairly consistently, usually. But I actually have to keep doing it. And I guess that's the sort of the keep moving on. Unless it's a bit like me with one of my goals, it was absolutely not right and I I pulled out, then that's fine. That's an active decision and that's a really strong decision. But but it's amazing how many people would like goals to happen and aren't actually doing the stuff towards that goal. And that sounds a really simple thing, but you do actually have to do it um, to get to to the place that you'd like. It is. Yeah, 100%. It is focusing on the process not the end goal you've got to focus on the process so uh all right folks well it's um we'll, we'll knock it there but uh, brilliant session thanks ever so much and fraser thank you so much for joining us and talking through um you know uh, what you're doing last year and uh, and and how things are looking for you this year as well and hannah thanks as always for your for your support and everything you do within the group and um for sharing your knowledge as well and john absolute legend keeping us on track <laughs> and um you know really appreciate everything you do so thanks for that so we'll do a session in a couple of weeks time um, we've got some sessions coming up with uh, with Charlotte as well. So we're going to be talking a bit more about um, going into a bit more detail around CVs and um, personal statements and cover letters and that sort of stuff as well yeah. over the next little while. So uh, great to see you as always. And um, yeah, we'll catch up again very soon, I doubt. Have a great 2024. I hope it's a stellar one for you.